everybody. Welcome back to the Wellness Pod. This is your host, Elle. Today, we're doing something totally different than my usual episodes, but I'm still super excited for it. I have my first ever guest on the Wellness Pod, my friend Mauricio, who is the owner of the Lab Meal Prep. Mauro, hello. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm super excited to have you here. I'm nervous too, but I'm definitely more excited for this conversation. So I know a lot of people probably know who you are, but just tell me a little bit about yourself and what the lab meal prep is. Okay, so what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? My name is Mauricio Guadamur, the owner of the lab meal prep. I started this project around three years ago. I went to Memorial High School. That's how I know you. And I'm a chef, went to culinary school, and now I'm just literally working for my dream. Oh, that's so cool. I think that nutrition and wellness go hand in hand. And in my episodes, I talk a lot about how wellness is in relation to mental health, routines, and all of that. And I do feel the nutrition aspect of it really does play into it heavily. Like when you eat good, you feel good. I feel like that's a fact. And I just want to hop right into it and ask you questions. I want to know exactly how the lab meal prep was born. I always wanted to cook for people, but I always work at restaurants. But one day I'm like, hey, what if I just did my own thing, cook for people that don't have time to cook? Then COVID happened. I got laid off from my job. And ever since COVID, I've been doing the lab meal prep. So what restaurants have you worked in? I worked at, let me see, the Cheesecake Factory, the Marriott Hotel, Newark Airport, Chipotle. I think I've done a little bit of Char House. I think I've done a little bit of everything. You've yeah. done a little bit of everything, yeah. and now this is all yours. You brought up a good point about how you cook for people that don't have time for, to cook, because I think mm-hmm. that's huge, especially, well, for me, because sometimes it's hard to cook, and it's way easier to go get fast food somewhere. It's accessible. It's relatively not that expensive and it takes off like the pressure of having to buy stuff cook stuff wash stuff it's just like a whole process for it and you're really doing something that helps a lot of people now one of my questions is when did you realize that you wanted to cater to people like a healthy way versus just making regular plates of food for people because I feel like your niche is more like healthy meals you count the nutrients in it the calories like macros all of that so so when I first started doing this the healthy meals was I was cooking for my friends because they were all working where I was laid off so I had all the time to come up with ideas I'm like what is gonna be the future what are people gonna like I feel like in the future within like two three years people are gonna start eating healthier more people are going to start going to the gym. As you see, you go to the gyms, they're packed. More people are taking care of themselves. People are like walking, running. Because, you know, when you eat healthier, you feel younger and you feel with more energy than when you're just at home eating like fast food and not going to the gym. You kind of feel like a little slow. You don't want to do anything. You feel super tired. So I feel like food gives you that energy. So I'm like, let's bring it all together and create something that people are going to like. Definitely. I feel like food is fuel for your body. And what you said right now, like how you started uh, doing this during COVID, it brings up a really good point as far as when COVID happened, people just wanted to be healthier because they wanted to be safer. So I feel like everybody kind of got into this whole like health kick, which makes sense because also we're a little bit older. So I feel like we prioritize our health 
where it's not all about like just wanting to eat junk food and our body doesn't process it that well anymore. So you started cooking where? Like before you have like your own kitchen and all of that. So I first started cooking in my mom's apartment with my dad and my little sister. I was just, I probably was cooking there for like a year. Then after that year, I moved somewhere else and I was still cooking in my house. But then like little by little, I started getting more clients, more gyms. And I'm like, hell no, like there's no way I could do like 300 meals in a small kitchen. There's no way. That's crazy. Because you were doing this in like your kitchen of your house, like a regular Mm -hmm. four of like four stovetop thing and everything. And you were cooking how many meals at home? Like what was your biggest that you were like, no, (laughs) I'm done. I think my biggest when I was at home was 100 meals, 150 around there. Yeah. That's and I a was, lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you doing that? Were you just like washing the pans and then doing them all over again? Like, Yeah, I remember I will have to wash everything, cook again, wash everything, cook again. And it was just too much. And it would take you forever. Hustled. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now... Obviously, we've both grown up in this community for a really, really long time. Did you come here like at a certain age or you were raising? Yeah, I came here when I was nine from Ecuador. Okay. So not to shame our Hispanic parents because they did what they could. But I feel like they're used to cooking with stuff or ingredients that might not be that healthy for us. So has it been hard to target? the community because of what we were raised in or you think because of what you said like there's more awareness to like what we should be eating i feel like what i'm trying to do now is still keep that spanish vibe and the food but try to make it healthier you know and it's easier because like i feel like nowadays a lot of people are getting into like i said people want to eat healthier so it's so easy people are not like hey like i don't want to eat this because my grandma doesn't cook this they're all for it, like, hey, like, let me try it because it's something new that I want to try. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then it works. It always works out, you know? Yeah. And your food is delicious. I've tasted it. Mike used to love, like, when, before the I started cooking, <laughs> we yeah, used to buy from you a lot. And I remember the salmon, 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 whatever. Um, salmon. I don't okay. eat that, like, salmon. I know. Mm-hmm. I hate that word. Why is there an L there? I don't know. So, right? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. English is like, ugh. Yeah, anyways. English is crazy. It is. It's not like, it's not the best language. So I remember eating that and I was like, yo, this is so good. Like with the mashed potatoes, because I'm not like a big salmon fan. Like I will not eat it anywhere. And that's, I do it for Mike now, but I don't eat it still. And I'm, I always remember yours. So whenever I recommend people, I'm like, yo, get the salmon. It's so, Word. so delicious. What's your favorite food that you make? To be honest, I don't like salmon. I don't know why. It's just like I love it and I hate it. Like when it's, it's cooked, too fishy. Right, yeah, when I cook it right there, I could eat it. But for me, it definitely has to be like shrimp, shrimp with like mashed potatoes, string beans, anything that's with shrimp. I love. Yo, shrimp is so good. Even like ceviche style, anything. It's just delicious. Yeah, So I also know that you've been on your own physical wellness journey. Like when you post on Instagram and you're like, have you gone to the gym? I'm like, no, but I should. (laughs) You're like holding people accountable. I'm like laying down. I'm like, I should probably get up and go (laughs) go do some squats. So can, can you talk about like how you got started on that? And it has like 
going into this whole wellness thing with the lab meal prep made it more of a motivation or inspiration to like just you know feel good and look good and all of that yeah so covid happened and you know everybody kind of gained weight in covid like i definitely gained like 25 pounds and then i'm like what can i do like change the way i eat so i started fasting a little more i'm going to the gym heavily right now it's so hard for me to go to the gym but i still try to because i work probably like 10 12 hour shifts sometimes but i still try to go and i feel like it was so easy combining everything together because i already know about food i already know about working out how about we just make it into one and like motivate others that you could work out motivate others to create their own jobs you know because a lot of people they want to create something but they don't know how to start and it's literally it's so easy like if you have the heart and passion for something people should just go for it and not think about it and invest their money in that instead of other things Definitely. And I think that going to the gym for me is a lot harder than eating healthier. But for a lot of people, it's the opposite. For a lot of people, they can go to the gym and they can like bang out like a 60 minute workout and then they get out and they're like, well, what am I going to eat? And then you Mm -hmm. think about what you're going to eat for too long and then you end up eating something that's not healthy. It's happened to me so many times i'm just like i'll get out of the gym and i'm like okay what am i gonna eat what am i gonna eat what am i gonna eat and then i'll go to like chick-fil-a and have like a chicken sandwich which is like they're so good but they're not that healthy i mean the grilled ones are but they're not not all of them one other thing that i wanted to hit on is i've talked about this a lot on my podcast but once i turned like 30 my stomach my digestive system was like I don't know. So I started to like really get into like eating good with specific ingredients. Like I cut out like really like bad oils. I mean, I don't use like Sasson or Goya because when I go to my grandma's, I'll eat it. I'm not, mm-hmm. but I don't cook with it. Do you feel you sometimes have to be mindful of the ingredients that you're putting in it? Like, do your clients like ask you like, oh, like, what are you cooking with? Like, what spices do you use? Or do you think that they just like blindly trust you because they're they're loyal to you? Some of them trust me because, like I said, the food has helped them either gain weight the right way or lose the right weight. And some of them, they kindly ask me, like, hey, is there any way that you could do without salt? And we do it. Yeah. So you cater. I've also heard really good. Uh, well, I know this for a fact, but sometimes when people start their businesses, like let's say for food, they give you good portions of food. They give you a lot because yeah. they're trying to like get you to come back. But you've been somebody who has consistently just stayed with the same amount of food for people yeah. because some people eat a little bit. Some people want to eat a lot. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's something. Is that something that's really important for you? Like- it's important for me because I, I work with macros. So what I try to do with people is like the one cup rule. Everything is one cup. You get me? So like one cup of vegetables, uh-huh. something that could be two cups. But I always work with cups, one cup of rice. If you go to like a lot of Spanish restaurants, what do they do? They give you a rice. Yo, like, they give you mad rice. Right. And they probably give you like a little bit, a little bit of chicken or steak because they just want you to get full with the carbs, but not with the protein and like the right vegetables. So were you familiar with macros or did you learn along the way of you doing this? Like when people started to request that more? I was because not always, but I always counted my macros and I used to do research on it, on how to like count your macros, how to like add all the calories, all the carbs and fat and protein. And it's easy. It's really easy. I'm pretty sure anybody could do it. Oh, so you were already familiar with it. Yeah. Oh, cool. 
I have a question. Did you cook a lot when you were younger or this kind of came about like as you got older that you like started experimenting in the kitchen? So when I went to college, I wanted to do business, but I didn't know what kind of business I wanted to start. So I used to go to school for business, but then I would have jobs at like Auntie Anne's. That was my first job. Bear Burger and Chipotle. And I'm like, I'm already cooking. Might as well just look into becoming a chef. And I, I did. And it was awesome. I felt like I went into a field first to cook for different restaurants. And then I went to school. So when I went to school, it was like, this is so easy. Anybody could do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. So me, I'm different. I actually, when I was young, my mom never let me into the kitchen at all. She was like the type of person that would rather just do it herself than have me do it. So when I became older, much older, like 29, I was like, yo, like I have to learn how to cook. Like this is ridiculous. So I think I learned off cooking off of like TikTok or probably like YouTube. It is not that hard. I mean, like... If you have a measuring cup and you have the ingredients, it's all about just mixing it. And like, sure, I definitely messed up a bunch of times. But after a while, you just get the hang. I used to be so like strict with the measurements. And now I'm like the type of person who just measures with my hands. You could do that with food. But I feel like with bacon is definitely not the same thing. Like you have to be like precise with all the measurements or or else your project will not come the same. You mess it up. Yeah. You mess it up. Yep. You have you add just a little bit more oil or just a little bit more milk or water, and that's it. It doesn't look yeah. that good. Yeah. So, do yeah. you feel like you drew influence from some party, like from somebody in particular, like when you were getting started, or you just have always like since you've been around food, it just became like something natural to you to just go along with? Uh, I always love Gordon Ramsay, but not into meal prepping because he's so different than meal prepping. But yeah, I feel like. I was around food so many times, so many different menus, so many different restaurants that I'm like, I could create everything that they're having and just make it mine. You get me? Like, not not like stealing their idea, but like, I did it. You get me? It's like, I did it. Let me just switch it up here. And yeah, like, I'm so happy that I was able to to work in different restaurants and give me all these ideas that I have because, you know, I change the menu every week. So sometimes I'm like, what am I going to do this week? And I just, I'm just like, okay, let me just try this one out. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a good dish. Everybody's going to love it. And then from there, it just goes on. You legit answered my next question because I'm like, how do you come up with these meals every single week? Because I would hate to be eating the same thing week by week by week by week Mm -hmm. by week. I have to have like a good rotation. And then sometimes I'll get bored of something and I'll like take it off the menu and then bring something back. So you just think back to like things that you've done or things that have like paired well together. And you're like, people are going to love this. And people do love it. Thank God they do. Let's say I go to different restaurants and I try it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm pretty sure I could put this on the menu and make it healthier. Like, you know, birria, make a birria bowl that's healthier with, like, brown rice, beans, stuff like that. Yeah, so you're always working. You're, like, out eating and you're like, hmm, this tastes good. I'm going to put it on my menu. Yeah. (laughs) What I do. (laughs) What's one thing about the lab meal prep that you didn't expect like when you were starting that now you look back and you're like wow that was a good question i'm just thinking it was just like so many things at once but definitely (laughs) to have workers because at some point and that's where a lot of uh, business fail because they feel like they could do everything on their own and you can't do everything on your own you need a, a team because if you don't have a team then 
you're not gonna be on time with orders. People are not gonna order. And I didn't know I was gonna like I knew, but I didn't. You got me? It's like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like one day I'm gonna be able to cook 300 meals. One day I'm gonna have two people helping me out, two delivery drivers. Because at the beginning I was doing it myself, but that's what something I didn't expect. And thank God, you know, I feel so happy that I'm able to meet different people through my journey. A lot of people, a lot of gym members, people that own gyms, vitamin shops, and it's it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're also like providing jobs for a lot of people, which is like something so cool. And I like that. Yeah, so tell thanks. me about who you're working with, because I know that you're in. I saw your meals in Nutricentro one time. Yeah. I went to go get a shake, and I was like, "Those are his meals." Boy. But I know that you're also paired up with gyms. So tell me, yeah. tell me. Big shout out to Nutricentro. That's my boy Jose. So I work with Nutricentro. We also work with another gym in CrossFit. We also have another gym, RBA and Little Fairy, that they buy our meals to their members. My boy Jeremy has another gym in Edgewater that we work with him as well. And little by little, you know, we're trying to get to the top and just trying to like you feed are. people the, the right food. I definitely love that. I feel like you, like I keep saying this, but it's true because you take the ease off a lot of people who don't have time or who just like, they don't want to like at yeah. all. Yeah. What were your eating habits as a kid versus now? Were you a picky eater or were you always open to like try new stuff? I feel like I was that chubby guy that loved sandwiches. I feel like that was my <laughs> one thing that I would go to. I'm like, okay, it's high school. It's already three. What am I going to eat? I think I would eat a sandwich every day. I loved it. It was my number one. But now I What don't kind of sandwich? It. it was definitely like that. the ham and cheese, regular, Those are you know, good. toast, I love the toast, you know. Those are banging. (laughs) I love those. I was definitely a picky eater. I feel like I still am, but I'm a little bit more open. So I'm going to close out with one question for you. What is your goal for the lab meal prep? What's the next thing? Like, what is your goal? Okay, so this is something that I've been thinking about, but I want to be able to take the lab meal prep and take it to a next level and have something that's open every day pet friendly as well too i love that yeah yo just imagine yourself going on a little date with your with your dog and you pick your food what you want and you could pick the food that he's gonna eat i love that oh my yeah. god wait you would do like food for dogs too yeah yo yeah that's amazing because the more yeah. that i read about the dog food that's out there the more i'm like why are people feeding these dogs this like that's what I'm the saying. Stuff, it's trash. Yeah. My grandma actually cooks for my dog for her dog, which is so now I'm gonna tell her whenever you open it to go yeah. get the food there. <laughs> yeah. That's like my next goal because my mom, she has a dog. She's like, you know how dogs dogs are lovely. And she takes care of her so much, but not really like yeah, with the food, but I'm pretty sure they could eat something healthier or something that's gonna be like more fulfilling for them. Kibble is like the worst for them. It's so hard on their yeah. their stomach. My grandma cooks her dog like carrots and broccoli and chicken and yep. turkey and she eats everything. She told yep. me she ate like I mean she probably shouldn't be eating beans, but you know Spanish people they feed the dog yeah, whatever they whatever. have. But <laughs> Mauro, where can people find you? Like hit me up, what's hit your me IG up. handle? The lab hit you up where? <laughs> the lab <laughs> Hit me up on the lab meal prep. You could hit me up there. You could even my number, whatever, but mostly through the lab meal prep or you go to my website, thelabmealprep.com and we'll make okay. it happen for you. 
I'm going to tag his IG handle on the notes, the show notes, so that people yep. could find you easier. Like, I'm going to actually link, like, the direct link there so people can find you. Yep. I'm so excited that I was so nervous. And as we kept talking, I'm like, it's, wow, it's been right. like 24 minutes. It's not that bad, it's right? It's not that bad. You just got to kind of go with the flow. <laughs> you do, you do, you do. Yeah. So thank you so much for going You're with welcome. the flow and for being the first ever guest on the Wellness Talk. You already know. You already... Oh, by the way, you got to tell your audience that we're going to collab. Oh, oh no. my god yo how did I'm i forget i'm out here i'm so sorry guys them, don't leave them. yet hold on hold on me and mauro are gonna have a collaboration it is called the wellness bowl uh right now the idea is to have grilled chicken strips with teriyaki drizzled on it wild rice and bok choy which is chinese japanese cabbage which is so good sauteed in garlic so stay tuned and go to my ig which is at the wellnesstar.co and then i'll be putting stuff there i'll be tagging mauro and we'll be promoting it and then i'll let you know when you can order it and it'll be available thank you for reminding me you're welcome that's what i'm here for <laughs> ah, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye.